Welcome to the Trauma Mamas podcast. We are Christian women who have gone through different traumas and God has brought us on healing journeys to find healing, hope, and our identity in Christ. And we are so excited to have you here as we walk alongside you on your journey and show you how God has brought us through our own journeys and hopefully that can be an encouragement and hope to you. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Today we are continuing the conversation of do you want to get well? And in the last episode we talked about picking up our mat and walking. And in this episode, we are talking about what has that looked like for each of us? Here we go. Okay. So then the other question we were going to ask is what has walking looked like? So what does that look like? And it's great that you kind of read that story and even just brought that um, other idea into our head that it might not have been this man just like running off into the sunset, right? Because I think especially at those beginning, you know, as you're starting to tear down the walls with, with God to see what even is there, right? Like to get to the basement, it's like those first days, like, you know, that's when you want to run back to those comforts. Cause like you, even though you didn't feel safe there, you kind of did all of a sudden. <laughs> and so like, what was that first part of the journey for you guys? Well, and that's, what's interesting. I think mine, I think I decided to pick up my mat in 2002, I'm trying to make sure I had the year right. Um, in 2002. And that's when I found out about the first affair. I had only been married for three years and um, found out about the first affair who um, had been with my best friend. And um, we were not in church or had an active relationship with the Lord at that time. And that's when I, that's when I would say I picked up my mat because I was like, okay, Jesus, if this, if this marriage has any chance, if I have any chance of staying sane, um, you and I are going to have to figure this out. Um, and so now we're in 2021 and, um, you know, my world got rocked many times in between now and then, um, and then majorly again in August, um, my life blew up again in August 3rd and by January 22nd, I was divorced, um, had sold my house and my husband had moved out of state with another woman, um, so it's interesting because had you asked me on August 2nd of 2020, I would have said things were good. I was as close to God as I could possibly be. I was running a faith-based fitness studio. I was telling women about Jesus. I was walking with Jesus. Everything was good, but there's a whole nother level. There's a whole nother level. So, you know, the, like I said, the picking up the mat isn't an all and done. It has been a long journey and I know it's not over. Um, and, and as soon as you think you get one thing figured out he's like, oh, well, here's this other <laughs> thing we're going to work on as well. So let's pick up this other mat now. <laughs> oh, it's so true. <laughs> <sighs> That's such a good point, Gretchen, that it never ends. <laughs> like a lot of times um, we want to run back to that comfort because 
um, pain that we know is better than pain that we don't know. Mm. So pain that we don't know is healing. Healing comes with pain as, as you have a wound and it starts to heal. It's gonna, it's gonna, you've got to get those impurities out. I, I think about like, if my kid falls down and scratches their foot, uh, scratches their knee. Yeah. They know what that pain feels like, but they don't know what it feels like for me to get the dirt out. And they don't like that pain. They'll sit in this pain with the dirt in there, but they don't like the pain of me pulling it out. And it's not until I pull it out that you can heal. And um, it is very much a stop and go and start and everything else. But without it, if they kept the dirt in there, they would be infected and it would get worse and worse and worse. And even though you can get frustrated with, the journey. I know for me, I'm a very all or nothing kind of person. So I want to heal and get it over with and move on with my life. I don't continually be on a journey of identity with the Lord, but that is a, that's what salvation is work, working out your relationship with the Lord, working out stuff in you. And that's not just things that have happened to you or things that you struggle with. That's sin patterns and everything else. And that's just having a relationship with Jesus is constantly being refined, constantly letting stuff come out. And that is what healing is that for me, my healing journey has included medicine. And I know a lot of, a lot of people were, that's a very polarizing issue for some people. I, I take depression medicine every day. Um, my sister takes anxiety medicine a lot. I mean, and so does my mom. Um, I don't think any less of them. I also have been in counseling on and off for at least eight years, uh, like not consistently by any means, um, consistently for the past year. Um, But um, I've read books. I've listened to stories and podcasts and followed people. So, um, absolutely dug into my relationship with Jesus, grown closer to him than I ever have. Um, but yeah, just, there's so many different, um, like tools in your toolbox. Is that a good reference? (laughs) I think the one thing that um, we've just heard in the last few minutes here is a lot about um, it's painful. (laughs) And um, there's been lots of times in the middle of this and I'm in the middle of it that I've asked myself, um, is this pain really worth it? Mm -hmm. Um, And the answer is yes, because it's God who's calling me to be free. And um, you have to go through the pain and the healing to get to freedom. And so you really have to keep your eyes on that prize um, because um, truthfully, yeah, there's a lot of pain. (laughs) Um, And sometimes like we said, the old pain sometimes is more comfortable. And so you want to retreat, but, um, you just really have to make the decision on why do you want to get healthy? And, 
I know in my case and those close to me, it's because God uh, created us to be um, free and fully who we are in him. Yeah, one of the big things um, that I was, I was listening to it after I had been in a healing journey for a long time, but I, I really wish I had heard it at the beginning, but I really resonated and it really kept coming up to me, like in my healing journey, the story of the Israelites, but they were it was Christine Kane and she was saying, um, you know, they were delivered from their bondage and, and they were delivered in that moment, but then God had to use the wilderness to take the bondage out of them because if they had just gone right into the promised land, like they wouldn't have, they would still have all of that in them where they would want to, like they would want to either go back or they'd want to kind of, they wouldn't be healthy enough to like withstand different pressures in their in what that um, like would come in the future and stuff. And so it was really interesting because I feel like I had this moment in, um, in my healing journey at the very one part of like the very beginning, like I was, um, I, I was working with this counselor who was very well versed in Christian codependency and also addiction. And um, in one of our first sessions, she was like, what's going on? Like you, like, are you like using stuff to help you feel better here? And, and it really like brought to light this, how, how I had been surviving was just using a lot of external things to help me feel better, which really in the, in the, you know, textbook version of that would be just like an addiction. And so, but I didn't see it that way necessarily, but I did know that I was using it, all these things for the wrong reasons. But, um, so she was like, you need to go through like a detox period because all of these things that you're using are the same place that Jesus needs to be and you're filling it with other things. Mm -hmm. And so when I had this detox period, um, and like stopped using everything. I had this like encounter with him and I just felt like I felt delivered in an instant. Like I felt like I don't need anything else anymore, but that did not mean like the next steps were not, were by any means easy. Like they were like, okay, now let's, let's learn why you were using all of this stuff. Like, what were you avoiding? What were you trying to push down and stuff? So it was like, I felt like I had this deliverance of, you know, some strongholds on me in this mo in one moment, but that I had to learn how to live that in that next season, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um, and that's what I think that's the, the walking out, that's the instant healing, but then the walking mm -hmm. it out. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I think sometimes society is hard on us because I think we live in a society now where it's, you don't no, you don't get to grieve. No, mm -mm. just pull your bootstraps up and let's go. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -mm, no, we don't have time for that. You just need to be okay. Okay, so you've had three days now. Yeah. All right, suck it up and let's go. And I think society doesn't give us the time to 
to really process and grieve. And, and, and I feel it's only been in the last couple of years that we've really started to hear that trauma word and yeah. retraining our brain and, and you know, retraining those neural pathways and everything. And for so long, it's just been, you know, um, either suck it up or here, just take this pill and mm-hmm. don't deal with anything, but just take mm-hmm. this pill. And, and, you know, I'm with Reagan. I take an antidepressant for a season, um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, but we can't take so many pills just to cover things and not deal with why we're having to take a pill. Um, mm-hmm. So I think society kind of, you know, pushes us down too to just pull the bootstraps up and keep going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think and the church a- as well. Oh, yeah. yes, Reagan. Yeah. I think they don't want to talk about the hard stuff. They don't want to talk about affairs. They don't want to talk about pornography. They don't want to talk about masturbation. They don't want to talk about how the women are dressing when they come to church, which is just enticing all the men to look at them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, let's not talk about the hard stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like the, one of the biggest points of the, of like how, how we all connected is that we all are people who are talking about it and saying like, yeah. come on, this is, whether you talk about it or not, it's happening in the church. So like, you know, not talking about it doesn't mean it's not happening. It's just that you're not acknowledging it. And I think that, that we want to be like, you know, a group of women who are willing to talk about the hard stuff and willing to say even, Hey, I was part of this hard stuff and I was making hard, bad decisions in that, you know? And so, um, but here's what God's done. Like, I think that that is what we can all say in our story is, you know, Hey, this was hard. Hey, this was painful, but man, I, every time I showed up, God showed up every time, like, you know, I was on that road, he was right there beside me and look at also these victories that have happened as well. Right. So it's like, you know, it is hard. It is, it is hard. It's a hard journey and it's hard to look at, you know, things that you're not doing making good decisions and, and ways that you could be doing better and stuff. But if you look at it with this perspective that you have this father who wants you to be in this healthy place and is guiding you to that on that road to that, it's like, it's like, you could just trust that he, he knows where you're going. And so you don't even need to worry about what all the steps ahead of you just be willing to make to move your feet is kind of like I would say the first kind of like part of the journey is just being like I don't even know what this looks like I don't know where we're going but I don't want to be here anymore so I (laughs) I'll come with you not really knowing much else (laughs) not really knowing where that's going to take me and so because I don't think any of us could sit now and look back at that moment where we like picked up our mat and knew all the like you know all the things that were going to happen along the way and even where we'd be sitting right now right like I remember being like I don't know if I'm going to have a marriage at the end of this like I really don't and I and I do right now like we we are still married and um and it, it didn't end that way, but it's not, um, and, and, you know, throughout the, the podcast, I'm sure we'll all talk more about our journey, but it's not even, it's not even in this like way that I would have expected at that time, you know, like it's not, oh, all rainbows and sunshine and my life is perfect. No, like I am, I think 
we are always going to be on some type of a healing journey, right? We're on this side of heaven. And so, um, you know, we should be anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think when we're comfortable, it's like, oh, what am I doing? Why am I so comfortable here? (laughs) Why why am I not moving? Right. Like, (laughs) yeah. And I think what you were talking about, Danny, and this is, I mean, I think is maybe a good place to wrap it up is, Mm -hmm. and Michelle and I call it the the 12 second, the 12 minute, and maybe the 12 hour moment at a time. And there's times where we can only focus on the next 12 seconds. And then sometimes we can focus on the next 12 minutes. And then there's sometimes we actually maybe get to think about just 12 hours at a time, just 12 hours at a time. And, and I'm a very big picture person, but God has really been telling me lately, I don't need the big picture. Um, I just need to take the next step with him. And so I think that's what we're asking, you know, you as listeners is, are you willing to take the next step with him? And maybe it's just 12 seconds, maybe it's 12 minutes, or maybe you can handle 12 hours, but are you willing to pick up that mat and just take the next step with him? Don't think about five of them. Just think about one of them. Um, it's a big question. Such a good piece of advice. Cause I, I, that kept happening to me in my healing journey was like being brought back to that, like, stop trying to plan too far ahead here, focus on where you're at. And so, um, yeah, I like that, that 12, because sometimes it is just 12 seconds that you can handle. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think we can all, all (laughs) see that one. Yeah. Elizabeth Elliot is one of the wonderful people that says, um, talks about the next right thing. And if you've never read Elizabeth Elliot's story, amazing, Um, just what all she went through. But if all you can think about the next right thing, what the next right thing. And um, sometimes you can't think about dinner. (laughs) What's the next right thing right now? And that might be, you know, just those shifts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so true. I think that's awesome. Well, Danielle, will you pray us out yes. and just, um, yeah, encourage these ladies to take the next right step? Yeah, awesome. Oh, God, thank you so much for anyone listening to this and the opportunity for us to all you, us to use all the parts of our story, all the parts of our story that we thought meant nothing. And it might, give someone the hope to keep moving and all the parts of the story that the enemy wanted to use for our destruction. And now we get to sit here and use that for your glory. And so I thank you that you, you utilize everything so that it will help someone else. And so I thank you that um, we all took that step so that we can encourage whoever is listening to make that that decision as well and to allow us to walk that journey as we share our own journeys so i just lift up anyone who is sitting by the pool and is waiting for someone to come and ask them do you want to get well and so that is how we just leave that and we leave every person who's listening who's contemplating that question we leave them with you who is going to show up and show them how to take that first step. And so we just thank you for the victories that you have done and the victories that you are going to do. And we thank you for the opportunity to be part of your story. 
Amen. Amen. Amen.